time for business with Anan Zaki. Kia ora Anan. And the manufacturing sector is looking pretty quiet. Kia ora mani. yes it is. Manufacturing sector activity eased back to its slowest pace in three months in September. The BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Manufacturing Index dropped 2.8 points to 52 from a recent high of 54.9 in August. Anything over 50 indicates expansion, but last month was the lowest activity level since June. BNZ Senior Economist Doug Steele says the overall trend is positive, but manufacturers' comments have become more negative. There's still a lot of frustration and angst out there in the manufacturing sector and I think there's two key reasons for it. One is costs are increasing and the other is the difficulty of finding labour is still one of the big bugbears out there, not only in the manufacturing sector but that's what this survey is focused on. I think one of the really interesting points is a sense of demand softening and some of those supply side bottlenecks might be unblocking. So you look at the deliveries of raw materials, for example, has increased and has now picked up above long-term norms. You know, that's encouraging from a logistics point of view. Not to say that the issues have gone away, maybe they're just lessening a little bit. That's BNZ Senior Economist Doug Steele. The outgoing boss of Genesis Energy has called out populist media for focusing on its bottom-line profit. Big companies have been called out for the recent growth in net profits when many households are grappling with the highest cost of living increase in decades. Recently, a spotlight has been shunned on the four major generator retailers, its contact Genesis, Mercury and Meridian, whose collective annual profits were claimed to have risen to more than $1.5 billion in the past year. Genesis Chief Executive Mark England told shareholders at its annual meeting those increases are misleading without context. Genesis's FY22 EBITDA was $440 million, up 6% on last year on a normalised basis, and net profit after tax was $222 million, up 30, from $32 million, largely due to the revaluation of swaptions and power purchase agreement contracts, which, as we know, can be very volatile. In fact, despite some populist media recently commenting and calling out our NPAT increase as excessive, NPAT has fallen six times in the last 10 years, even when EBITDAF has risen, which to me is evidence enough that the volatility can be misleading. That's outgoing Genesis boss Mark England. And we should note the profit figures being cited include one-off items such as gains from asset sales, movements in the value of financial hedges, and in one case the company was bigger having bought part of a rival. Stripping out those one-offs, the normalised profits of the big four were $676 million. Genesis has also upgraded its full-year underlying earnings forecast by about $50 million to $500 million due to greater rainfall, reducing reliance on costly thermal generation. Export incomes are under pressure from weaker global demand, with the region set for leaner times over the next couple of years. Infometrics is expecting economic growth to slip below 2% a year in the second half of 2023 and below 1% during 2024. It says agricultural prices have come off their peak over the past six months, though they're still high compared to historic levels. Infometrics chief forecaster Gareth Kiernan says disruption in international food supply is helping local exporters, but there are strong risks. The squeeze at the moment really is coming through from higher costs that uh, farmers are facing. Uh, we've seen, of course, high fuel costs through the course of this year. 
Uh, we've got rising interest rates as well, which are impacting on, um, on financing costs for farmers. And then other costs such as fertiliser and there's a raft of other um, indicators that I've seen as well. Uh, it's just all really squeezing, I guess, profitability for farmers. So even if those, uh, even if those prices hold up, at reasonably good levels for product, uh, there is still that, that issue that they're having to pay a lot more for the inputs to uh, do that production. Chief forecaster Gareth Kiernan. A US finance professor says the Federal Reserve needs to start easing up on monetary tightening, even though inflation continues to rise. The U.S. Consumer Price Index rose 0.4% over September after a modest rise the month earlier. Annual inflation eased a touch to 8.2%, but core inflation, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, rose by more than half a percent for the second straight month, taking the annual rate to its highest point since 1982. Jeremy Siegel says the Federal Reserve's aggressive hikes are working, but it's ignoring the key indicators. You see it in the housing market, you see it in the financial market, and you see it in the commodity market. All of those exploded in 2020, which showed you that inflation was definitely there and going to go into the official statistics. Right. And what have happened to those three markets? They've gone down. When will it get into the core? Months, if not years down the line. So, uh, if the Fed waits for the core to get down to 2% year over year, it'll drive the economy into a depression. That's Wharton School finance professor Jeremy Siegel. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Uh, Belinda, look, it was a positive session on Wall Street. Has that positivity flowed through to New Zealand share markets? Uh, good afternoon, Nanan. Yes, it has. The New Zealand market's currently up 100 points at 10,918, so up almost a percent. And most of the leaders are trading a bit higher today. We've got uh, Auckland Airport, they're up 6 cents at 7.19. Uh, A2 Milk, they're down 7 at 6.03. Contact Energy, they're up 11 at 7.22. EBOS is up 10 cents at 36.54. Fletcher Building up 6 at 4.96. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare, they're up 35 cents at 8. 1845. Uh, Infertil's up 3827. Uh, Main Freight, they're up 57 at 6657. Port of Tauranga's up 4 at 630. Uh, Sparks up 8 cents at 515. Somerset up 1 at 993. And Genesis, after that update today, they're up about 4.5%, up 12 cents at 274. Okay, can we just have a headline Australian 200 figure? Yes, so again, they're, they're following on from the US and the Australian markets up. 119 points, about 1.8%. The S&P ASX 200 at 6,761. And all of the leading stocks trading a bit higher there today. OK, that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Um, so against the US dollar, we're currently at 0.5644. The Australian dollar, 0.8950. The yuan's at 4.05. The euro, 0.5772. And the pound, which just dropped overnight, um, we're at 0.4985. So a little bit of movement there. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. So the 90-day bank bills, uh, that's up slightly at 3.995. Uh, Five-year swap rate is at 4.71. 
Uh, Brent spot oils at ninety five twenty a barrel, and golds down a dollar seventy five. It's one thousand six hundred and sixty four dollars and thirty nine cents an ounce. Thank you very much, Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners, with our markets update. And we'll have a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that is business. Kia ora,